Hey, Jenny Jam here. Welcome to Between Frets, a space where female musicians meet and discuss all things music. I'll be your host today, and we have an iconic episode coming up for our final, final season two, actually, of Between Frets. Oh, I can't believe it. In any case, Christmas will be in a couple days. We're celebrating Hanukkah now. This is crazy, and 2020 is about a week away. We hope everybody has a great holiday season, had a great year, 2019, as we say goodbye to another great year, and we're going into a decade. Guys, we're going into a decade. Season three will be starting up too, and we're planning probably a February date, but we have some new guests lined up, some new stuff, new topics, new interviews, more great fun. And so happy that you guys were able to stick with us. But don't forget, after this episode, we have our Fret Tea Talk finale episode, where we talk about everything that happened for season two. Again, we're wishing you a happy holidays, happy new year, happy 2020. And we'll be back with our guest, Bernadette Cooper of Climax. See ya! Right, and we're back. Welcome to Between Frets. Yes, that's right. Today's podcast is so iconic. Oh man, I can't wait. I just can't wait. I know you're laughing. <laughs> Joining me today is recording artist, producer, composer, musician, entertainer, a visionary, and the original creator and founder of the pop R&B all-girl band, Climax. Yes, I said that, Climax. In a career spanning almost 36 years, she remains relevant. Everyone, please welcome the legendary Bernadette Cooper. Wow, that that was quite an introduction. I love that. Thank you. Yes, yes, definitely. Bernadette, how are you? I am well. How are you, Jenny? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing okay. great. We at Threat Sisters here um, want to thank you for your time and coming here, um, becoming our guest. I'm like so nervous and happy. <laughs> but um, okay, let's get right into okay. it. How's the West Coast out there, by the way? How's, how's everything out it's there? It's beautiful out here. It's raining a little bit, but you know, the weather is always gorgeous out here. It's like 85 degrees, yeah. but it's, it's raining a little bit. Yeah, you know, out here in the East Coast, we're like suffering the cold. Exactly. <laughs> but I yeah, love the East terrible. Coast. I love the East Coast. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. So we always want to go and find out how our guests started in music. So what was the earliest memory of music or what made you want to pursue it? You, you know, all my life, even as I'm, you know, five, six, seven years old, I've been, um, uh, I started noticing myself being attracted to music and listening to music in a different way. I mean that by listening to the chord progressions and knowing what changes are going to come next and humming along, you know. So I kind of realized at an early age that my, um, my journey, uh, I, my, my purpose on life was to be in music. And I um, started kind of like, I didn't know how I was going to go about it, but I just, um, fell in love with different type of groups. I started studying music, listening to it. And then my uh, my grandmother used to take me to church. And then I grew up in the church and I started in the church. 
my mom uh, got remarried and my stepfather had a drum set and I started practicing on that drum set every day and um, I got good enough to play and uh, um, started playing in the church with the choir so that's how I started then I was involved yeah, in high school I got a group called Blue Ice I was the female drummer so we would win all the contests because they had a female drummer so I kind of got into music like that. Yeah, so you did have like influence from your family. They were musical? No, not, that... no not really. My stepfather just happened to uh he played he did play guitar. He just happened to have a drum set and I would kind of go around to different churches and play with him. But no, no, I was kind of self-motivated in in music. My family didn't really see the vision or supported me as far as my vision in music. You really kind of like went towards the drums. That's like your first instrument usually, you know, you're singing or you're you're picking up the guitar, the bass, but the drums are like pretty unique. Yeah, they were kind of that. They were kind of cool and you know, you know, I got rhythm. So I used that rhythm, but you know, but you know, but you know what, uh, Jenny, I, I just realized that um, the drummers were just an introduction for me to get into the music business, and um, uh, it was kind of like, as I said, and you know, if people can follow me, the journey and my mission on Earth was kind of um, to to uh, do music, and I think my. The drums were my way of getting into the music business. And then once I got mm-hmm. into the music business, I immediately kind of lost um, a drive to really play drums. If you notice with Climax, I, I came up front and we ended up hiring an, another drummer. But I kind of felt mm-hmm. like that was just a beginning step into the musical world for me. Yeah, and you said that you were with a band, I think, before Climax. You were already gigging and kind of experiencing all that musical life yeah, I kind before of, Climax. A little bit of it, you know, in high school and, and then, you know, um, and it saved me more or less in high school. I mean, I'm sorry, in junior high school um, was the band, mm-hmm. is Blue Ice. But when I got to high school, I joined the music, uh, um, the marching band. And that helped me because I learned how to read music. I I haven't read it since. I don't really, everything I do is pretty much by ear. But the marching band really saved me because it really made me get more involved in school. And, you know, I had a purpose and I had a passion. And my my thing was, you know, getting through English, getting through math to get to that band rehearsal, you know. So I did that. And then, um, then my love for forming a female group started towards the end of high school. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Climax. Okay. How did that group come about? You know, I, as I look back, um, as I look back in life, it was just a passion. And I always tell people, and my focus is always, if you get a passion, if you see it very clearly, you never let go of it. And no matter how long it takes. And this was something that came to me one day. And I looked around in the industry and, um, and I realized that there was an opening. There had never really been a female band that I knew of at that particular time. Uh, so I just said, you know, it would be so wonderful to be to create a female band. So I kind of started like that, you know, and I had help from other people financially and helping me, um, you know, just with rehearsals and things like that. And I started uh, advertising for girls and, and that's how it came about. And pretty, you know, the long journey took me to the girls that, that eventually became the girls for Climax. 
we got a record deal. We got a record deal pretty pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah, we got a record deal I, pretty fast. I mean, if I try to like look at all the history um, with the female bands that were back in the day, R and for the R and B acts, I don't think there were any. I mean, there were many rock female bands out there. But when I think about R and B, like the type of music that Climax produced, there wasn't anything like that really out there. Maybe there were like front women that were out there, but not a full female band. No, like, this was probably like the first. Yeah, it was. It was like the first. Yeah. I believe it was to be. You know. Um, during that time, we didn't have Google, so I only knew what was before me. And, and as far as I knew, there weren't any female bands out there. So um, mm-hmm. that's how it kind of started. And if you go back to the original Climax, the girls, um, you know, um, we got we just rehearsed every day. We just all had a common goal and a common mission. And that, that is what breeds success is when you have a group of people who have the same vision. And we would rehearse every day. You know, just, we would put our money together. Mm-hmm. And, we, and it was a struggle. It was a struggle putting together $5 an hour. You know, back in those days, mm. you know, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, I I was kissing the, uh, uh, the the studio owner to get free studio time. You know, it was it was, <laughs> it was we did whatever we needed to do uh, with, you know, keeping our morals, most of our morals and, and paying for rehearsals because we just just we just had a vision of being an all girl band. And um, it happened for us. Yeah, it did. And you opened a lot of doors for, I mean, that pretty much has started everything about just female power, female musicians, pretty much, I mean, up until this day, I think we all still experience, you know, oh, you're you're a girl and you can play. Yes. You know, and and I had had the vision of the way we would look, the way we would be and the music that we would create, the positiveness, you know, and, um, you know, getting into the studio in the beginning of time of getting into the studio that vision hadn't matured yet and we were kind of stuck in there with um, producers that the record company gave us and they tried to create a sound for us but it never worked because we wanted to be we didn't want to be that that um that subservient woman we really wanted to show the power of women in a positive way yeah, yeah. And of course, now all that music is timeless right now. Thank you. All the music that you guys produce. Yes. But, you know, I want to get into your songwriting. Okay. And um, and you're producing because you you produce even to this day, you've produced some killer tracks. Thank you. you. Know? And so what is your what is your songwriting process like? You know what? I, I, I am very I'm a better songwriter when I'm spontaneous. You know, like I don't do the thing where I sit down and write all the lyrics down and all of that. Uh, the process kind of evolves in different ways. But I noticed that I'm better when, you know, you put a microphone in front of me and I just say whatever is off the top of my head. And then I usually go back. You know, wait a minute, let me say this. The process is usually when I go in, I have an idea in my mind what I want the song to be about already. You know, so as soon as a microphone goes on, I just start speaking, talking, singing, whatever, whatever is in my head, the top of my head. And then I go back and refine it. Mm. When I'm writing tracks, when I'm writing tracks, the same thing. Usually a beat will come to mind. 
you know, or an idea will come to mind. I hate that code sitting in front of the the co- computer, your Pro Tools or your drum machine, which I just got the uh, uh, the MPC uh, X. Oh my God, it's incredible. Mm. It, Jenny, it makes stems. It makes stems. I'm blown away. Really? Yes. Oh my yes. God. <laughs> you know, after you do your piece, it oh. makes stems. So. You know, I hate that cold sitting in front of the equipment and trying to come up with something. I don't like that. So mm-hmm. I am usually motivated to uh, write by something, something you will say to me or something I will hear. And then I'll go to my equipment and write. But that's that's pretty much my process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's my, pretty incredible. My songwriting has gotten better. And I think I, I know this because I'm working on a project right now. It's gotten better because I, I don't there's no expectations from like record companies or anything. And I'm just kind of writing from my heart and not wondering about what someone else wants to hear. And it's really it's really has gotten a lot better, I believe. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah taking a step back in the climax when you started going up front like you created this um character or you are Bernadette Cooper but like when people think of Bernadette Cooper they think of Bernadette Cooper talking on that mic all sexy (laughs) like how did that something you're like you're like you know what I'm going up on that mic and I'm saying these things (laughs) like that's it you know what I'm just I'm fearless you know and I think I'm fearless and I don't really care what people think and that combination kind of created this uh, this personality who pretty much got on in front of the microphone and said whatever she was feeling at that particular time, you know. And um, if you notice the early climax stuff, that's the way we usually talk to it. I come into the studio, I know I'm looking good, you know. We would talk to, e- mm-hmm. to each other like that, you know, and because um, we spent a lot of time in the studio, like back to back. So pretty much what happened is we went in with Jimmy and Terry in the beginning. I mean, um, after a couple of fellow fell, failed album attempts, and they really freed me up. They really were like, you be you, you do you. And, you know, don't be, you know, don't allow people to, di- to dictate what you should be. That was their energy towards me. So I was allowed to, uh, in the beginning with them, to pretty much just be myself. And that's when we started getting hit records. Mm, yeah, that's awesome. They pretty much allowed you to to just go and just just take it over, just do your thing. Yeah, right? yeah because they, in the beginning, you know, um, you know, uh, when we went into the studio, we were babies. We didn't know anything. We were twenty, twenty one, uh, maybe one. Somebody was nineteen. We had never been in the studio uh, like that, you know. And they were they were putting us with producers who pretty much was were trying to create a sound for us and guide us into saying things, you know. And when Jimmy and Terry came along, they were the opposite. We, we were like freed, you know, from... Um, from the captivity of, of what um, typically a woman would say or do. And they were like, be you, you know. Oh, yeah, they would say that I reminded them of Morris Day, you know. And they, was, yeah. they would encourage me to be free. Because Morris Day, our persona is, is similar, you know. And I think um, uh, they would say, be free, do you. And that would, that allowed me to just get in front of the microphone and just have a lot of fun, you know, uh, and without anybody having any expectations of me. Another artist that comes to mind, you have that kind of style is um, Aerosmith, Steve Tyler, oh. you know, just, oh. just being free on stage like that. That happens you know? to be my favorite band. 
I love Steve. Yes, yes, I love him. And you know, for that same reason that you just said, the freedom in the in the wildness. You know, a band needs a front person. You need that that front person who are, who gives you an identity. And I think that I gave Climax a little bit of an identity. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's that crazy girl in front. Yeah, let's go see them because she's going to be crazy. And, you know, of course, the music and you have the beautiful Lorena, Lorena Lung's vocals and the joy singing, I Miss You. The combination of all of those things uh, made the group very popular. Yeah, yeah. You um, had many successful solo projects. Mm-hmm. So you had the drama, according to Bernadette Cooper, Last Steve on Earth. Mm-hmm. I know there are other solo projects that you've worked on or are working on right now. Yes. Well, <clears throat> right now, well, I've worked on so many projects, you know, that I just worked on. And when I look back, I never look back. And that's what I have to do sometimes, you know, because when I look back, I look at all the projects that I work on. I'm always looking forward and what I'm going to do next and all of that. I'm working on a project, a project right now, actually, with Lorena of Lungs, of Climax, a new Climax project. We're featuring both of us, and um, you know we kind of broken off in divisions. And um, I'm doing a project where it is amazing. It's called "How to Survive a Midlife Crisis," and it's kind of a climax on steroids. It's very, very good. And I, I'm even proud of myself. I don't know if this will probably be the last project, climax project that I'll probably do because I'm moving more into like um, audio books and creating music with audiobooks and doing things like that and touring. But I'm so proud of this new project. Lorena's voice is in perfect shape and the, the, the project is amazing. Wow, that is crazy. Yes. I know the kind of music that, the style that you have, mm-hmm. but what is the style of this one? Is it like the same, you know, is it a climax um, on steroids? Wait, when, <laughs> when, when I say that, it's because it's a, it's a little bit of... Um, it's a little it's a it's still that climax vibe that very empowering woman vibe because that's my thing i, I want to empower women to just you know to you know, women are, are powerful you know and um, i can't imagine um you know <sighs> women are very powerful in in the sense and i want us to to if you look at the music industry right now there's not many women producers. I don't understand that. I don't understand why mu- women are, are, it means all these guys, when you're producers of the year, there's never hardly any women, you know, in that category. So I'm trying to continue to empower women to do and be the best that they can be. So it's much more of that. It's just, I mean, it's the same. I know I was looking good. It has a little bit of elements, but it's a lot of acid jazz in it. It's a little bit of, um, it's just a freedom, a climax freedom that no one has ever been able to see, you know, and it's really, it's about love. It's about uh, loving yourself, even when you get a certain age to not give up. That's when the time where you love yourself anymore, forgetting about the negative things that have happened to you in your past and embracing life. That's what this album is about. And I'm really loving it. It's a lot of different things. I can't really describe it because it's just so many influences, but it all comes together in the end. Wow. I mean, just from you talking about it, I cannot wait to hear it. Um, when are you when are you planning on putting out any singles or when when will this be coming out? Well, I was actually um, um, 
and let me just say this too. Lorena Lungs um, in Climax, we've always had a wonderful relationship. A couple little bumps in the road along the way. But I, I, I being a, a writer, producer, um, DeSeuse, I don't really sing. You know, that's not my thing. And I, I have always longed for and always looking for wonderful singers in order to um, be the vehicle in which I, um, the vocal vehicle into which I can create music. And, and Lorena has always been, you know, we did Sexy, Divas Need Love too, the Meeting in a Ladies Room. All her vocals, we've been able to always create magic in the studio. So we're doing that right now. It's 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 the most beautiful project. Um, I try to release a single this month. I'm trying to, but I'm waiting on um, um, my engineer, I'm waiting on a remix because I'm doing some special things here. But the wonderful thing about this uh, project is that um, I'm going to give away a lot of free music. So, you know, people will be able to enjoy it, you know, and uh, I'll let you know more about that when that happens. But I really love the project. I'm very passionate about it. Yeah, I mean, once let please let us know when your music will come out because we will definitely put it on our on all our social media, you know, so that everybody can download it or, or stream it. Um, well, what I what you know. I'd like to do, Jenny, is once um I do release it, even if I release singles for a while, I, I like to just you know, give it to you first. Um, you guys check it out, and then we can have a conversation about it and dissect it. What about that? Oh, def- oh, definitely. Yes. You know, get, yes. get more women. We are on it. I would love to get a couple of women involved to kind of dissect and talk about the, the project and kind of like, you know, give some insight to um, what how it makes you feel, you know, because I really am into how a song makes you feel because I, I want to invoke some emotion. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're all for it. The Fret Sisters here are ready. Okay. Whenever, whenever you want to do this, just let me know, and and we'll uh, we'll hook it up, and I'll get a few of the Fret Sisters on the call so that we can uh, we can all talk about. All right, it. I'll send you guys a couple of things within the next few weeks. You know, that's awesome. Hopefully, I can release it. So, it doesn't look like I'll be able to release it this month because I'm just waiting on all the little nuances to be completed you know but um and, you know i have to kind of check with my team to see if december is a good time but it's going to be very very soon and maybe it's sort of a surprise yeah. when i'm going to drop it but i'll let you know okay yeah definitely yeah. well bernadette can you tell us what you do off stage when you're not performing or writing or producing <laughs> like what do you enjoy doing besides music well you think i'm partying <laughs> at the ball or no no i'm no i'm, I'm really anti so i'm kind of a little anti-social and not in a bad way just more in a way where i'm just i just like to i love being at home i love being at home everything i love is here my studio's here my dog is here i got my mom downstairs you know i'm taking care of my mom everything i love is here so it's sort of um it's kind of difficult to get me out of the house if you see me out that means i really love you you know (laughs) but I, i i i just um I'm constantly, constantly, and I mean this, creating all the time. If it's not, um, um, you know, painting a wall a different color, I, I'm in my studio writing music. I'm working on my audio books, which are coming out. My audio books are fantastic. And um, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's 
climax. I mean, meaning it's it's all the positive influences I have in the on the things that the, the empowerment that I want to have for women. I kind of put it in the books and the freedom of love and expression and um, and just um, living your life and loving yourself. All of that is in the books with music and my voice. You know, and um, something came to mind to me the other day. So I'm working, me and Lorena, we're working on this children's book that's really great, audio book. So I'm just constantly creating. I can't stop, you know. You know, when I stop, it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to have a writer's block. Great. Now I can clean up, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to, I'll have to try to get those links to the audiobooks because we'll definitely be putting links in our show notes so that our listeners can, um, can click through them. But I definitely want to check out these audiobooks because I know you've been talking about them a lot. Yeah. You know I'm what? I'm, I'm at the, that. I'm at the part, I'm, you know, I'm talking to a distributor, major distributor, uh, um, publishing mm-hmm. company, but I'm, I'm at that point where they need that last, um, you know, a grammar look over and everything, and but the content is there. And there's one audio book online. I'm going to send you the link. Okay. Okay. It's called The Strokes. All right, that's it's really really good. And that, that's kind of done. I kind of it's kind of a test run. But I think you're going to love that. I'll send you the link to that. But I'm really into my audio books. They make me happy when I sit down and I write them. So I think that that's my next passionate move. Okay. Yeah. But, That's awesome. But the wonderful thing, the wonderful thing is the audio books include my music. Nice. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a great outlet for me. <laughs> it's a great outlet for me. Yeah, yeah. She loves it's to be at home in her silk pajamas. It's a wonderful thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> silk pajamas, too. <laughs> you know, that's, that's me. I love that. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you have any advice for like any female musicians out there, young and old, you know, being a pioneer out there and experiencing everything you, you've experienced through the music industry? Would you have any advice for any for anybody young or old? Um, when you say advice, um, there would have to be more specific, like a question or whatever. But I think that my my only thing that I would say, if this is meant for you and you really love it and you're passionate about it, keep doing it no matter what anyone says, no matter what your parents say or whatever. Everybody has a mission on this earth, you know? And if you really believe, not everybody in music, this is not your mission, but if you really believe that this is what you were put on this earth to do, keep doing it. And don't equate money. And don't equate a uh, record deal to your passion. Because sometimes those two don't connect. When they do connect, it's a beautiful thing when you can make money off of the things you do. But don't do it for money and success because you may not achieve that. Do it for the passion and the, and the fact that it makes you happy. Because that's what it's all about. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is some great, I think, for just people that just want to try to find. It's really about the passion. It's really, about, really just want to pursue the music. Listen, I, I've been I've been everywhere. I've been up. I've been down. I'm, I'm just a human. But what I have learned as I'm maturing in life and have achieved and done many things is it's really about being happy and, and in good health. 
you know and um, you know as you know I enjoy performing that's a passion of mine so we're going to do that in 2020 I'll be back on the road I really took off to uh, um, to take care of uh, uh, my mom and to uh, work on some more music but I'm going back out in 2020 and I'm hoping to see everyone out there Oh yeah, um, I know people are missing are missing you, missing climax, missing everything that you do as Bernadette Cooper. Um, so you got a lot going on in twenty twenty. Some new music, a tour, yes, audio books, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what what's going to come to fruition, but um, those are the things that I'm working on. And you know, if nothing else, it'll be a really beautiful legacy next uh, left behind. And you know what? We have a lot of divisions of climax. You know, you know, the, we, you know, it's like a marriage. You get married to people, and you have a divorce, and you know, people go their separate ways. That's okay. You don't have to say, "I wish the group gets back together." That may never happen. But what you can do is support all of it because it's just keeping the music alive. And we don't have many women out there doing it, so we may not come together. I'm sorry to say, as a group. But if you see any version of Climax out there, go support it and have a good time and enjoy the music. Definitely. Even though my version is the sexiest. (laughs) Look, I can't argue with that. (laughs) It is the sexiest. Yeah. And the dopest. Yes. (laughs) I love your show. (laughs) (laughs) I'm silly. I'm a silly rabbit. That's awesome. <laughs> so, so Bernadette, tell everybody where where we can follow you. Um, any social media links, websites? You know, I have so many. Let me see which ones. Okay, climaxofficial.com is where you can see. Uh, that's the band's website. And then there's climaxbernadettecooper.com. That's the personal Bernadette Cooper site. And, of course, on Facebook, Bernadette Cooper, the number two. Uh, any one of those places will lead you to the next place, which will lead, which will lead you to the next, the next, the next. And, um, you know, just, you know, hit me up. I'm really cool. I, don't, I will return your uh, emails or your Facebook messages. And I'm hoping to see everyone on tour next year. Yes, yes. And um, and we'll make sure to put those in the show notes. Okay. But Bernadette, I want to thank you. Fred Sisters wants to thank you. Make sure that you support Bernadette Cooper and her, and her new music coming out, tour, support the other Climax bands that are out there. Yes, yes. And, and everybody, if everybody uh, support the Fred Sisters, what you girls are doing are very positive. And keep doing it. Keep loving your music and doing your music in any way that I can be in a, of assistance. I'm here. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Bernadette. No you know problem. I'm going to hit you up. All right. No problem. No problem. <laughs> yeah. All right, Bernadette. Well, yes, this is Fret Sisters Between Frets. And thank you again, Bernadette, for joining us. All right. Thank you, ladies. And we will talk soon. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you. Hey, Riff Girl. What's our riff today? Let's give a little something what you're about to play. Hey. Hey, Jenny Jam here with another segment of Riff Girl. It's the holidays now, so let's do some music with Let It Snow. This is in B-flat major. Hope you enjoy. Mm-hmm. 
You can view video of this on our Instagram or Facebook at Fret Sisters, or go on YouTube and search Fret Sisters, and you'll see it there. Peace and love. Hello, good people. This is LaCole Rose, one of the founders of the Fret Sisters. We want to thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. You can also follow us on other social media outlets. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Fret Sisters. And again, we thank you for listening.